the Wingnut Social Monday Marketing Minisode, Facebook versus Instagram. Which platform should you be using for your interior design business? Have you hit a wall when it comes to growing your interior design business? Then welcome to Wingnut Social, the podcast specifically designed to accelerate your business through increased social media presence, impactful online content, and translating digital influence into physical success. This is your social media tightly fastened. Now welcome the host of Wingnut Social, Darla Powell. Hey there, Wingnuts, and welcome to the Monday Marketing Minisode. Marketing Monday Minisode. I'm your host, the head Wingnut, Darla Powell, and I'm joined by Marketing Maven. Ah, uh, Natalie Graff. Yep. Orangutan. No, no Nag. orangutans. No, no? orangutans. Oh, no, not today. Today's not today? Monday. No, no. Today okay. you actually researched this episode, so I'm very proud of you. So I did. We'll, we'll put a hold on the orangutan status. Oh, so now I'm back in the good graces because I actually did some work for you. We'll see. Let's see how this rides. Oh, uh, well. You know, if this doesn't ride so well, I'm really sorry, yeah. but you won't be able to find me Monday. I am taking a client fishing. Yeah. Shh, don't tell nobody. Yeah. Another Instagram client. Oh, fishing. yes. Okay. So we're talking Facebook versus Instagram. Darla, I have a little story from somebody I spoke to yesterday. Yeah. It was kind of enlightening. Basically, it was almost no <laughs> And let's get to the no <laughs> Hold on, Amish. You what? can't say that. Oh, okay. <laughs> So this story I heard, I was speaking to a well-established interior designer, and they also do some coaching on the side. There's no names involved here. And they were talking about Instagram versus Facebook. And Darla pipes up, well, you know, we get a lot of our clients from Instagram, and this is where my bleep comes in. That was actually directly from that person. And she says, you know, she says, I've been on Facebook over a decade. She has a very healthy following on Facebook. She doesn't even touch Instagram for interior design side. And the whole conversation went on and then she circled back around right at the end of the conversation and said, so if I wanted to have an Instagram page for my interior design, (laughs) what do you suggest? And Darla and I are living, breathing proof that Instagram works for us. I mean, what works for us may not work for you because it's all about demographics your target market, and your ideal client. So that's a good segue, Natalie. And it's also a little sneaky peek at which one we prefer out of the two. Of course. Personally, however, both have their strengths. Facebook and Instagram, keep in mind, are both owned by the megalomaniac Facebook corporation, the all-knowing, all-seeing eye of Facebook. (laughs) And Facebook isn't what it used to be as far as organic reach. And Instagram isn't either really, but it does have a little bit of a leg up on Facebook in that department. So our suggestion to interior designers who are new and who are just starting out is to have a presence on Facebook. But if you want to get followers and organic reach quickly is to start a Facebook group. That is really the last bastion of organic reach on Facebook anymore. If you have a business page, you guys know that if you're posting stuff, it's really not getting seen unless it's something crazy viral from the very beginning. Unless you're paying to play on Facebook. Yes. Or or, mm -hmm. if you have a substantial amount of followers that have been following you, you get a little more rewarded and you don't have to have the budget to boost your post. Mm -hmm. Right. So if you've been on Facebook for a while and you already have some followers, like I think Darla Powell and Tears has not a whole hell of a lot on Facebook. Truthfully, I've been more active on Instagram. I think we nurture nurture Instagram. We have 2,000 followers there. So when I do post stuff, I do get organic growth because I have established 
an audience from back in the day when organic growth was a thing on Facebook, which it really is nothing anymore. So now, what if I really want to get a post out there, I have I still have to boost it, even with the organic following I have. However, comma. Facebook groups are where it's at because the people that are in there are super engaged. As long as you go in there, you maintain that group, you manage that group, put some interesting stuff in there every day. And and definitely, I think I said engage, but engage is the number one thing. And I'll tell you who does this really, really well is Susan Winterstein, who was on the podcast. And that'll be in the show notes. She has a group for a B2B for, you know, other designers to go in there and collaborate, which is private. But she also has a, um, is it semi-private or, or public? I can't remember. Forgive me, Susan. But she also has a Facebook group for savvy interiors for clients and potential clients to go in there and see their latest projects, see their latest work and ask questions about the projects. And that has been really successful for her and more so than the actual just business page. Because it's a community, it's a group, it's collaboration. So if you guys are, even if you're experienced, but if you guys are new to the business, I highly recommend you setting up a Facebook group, getting members in your group for that's associated with your business page, but have that be where potential clients can ask questions and, and things like that. But remember, in a group, you have to nurture it. You have to nurture it. Yeah, you have to take care mm-hmm. of it. It's time consuming. Yeah. And uh, let me bore you with some numbers, Darla. Did you know that over 200 million people are actually in active, meaningful Facebook groups? Holy cow. So we're you like- You made me do one, my research. Hello? We have 1,000 of them. I know. 1,000. You know, actually. Nancy Ganzikoffer, who's a client of ours, by the way, has 4,000 members in her group already. She's doing groups really well. Now, she has a business page too, but it's her group that is on freaking fire. And that is bringing her- real clients actually and yes because in your group if Mm. you put a call to action you get a lot more engagement you get you know people hey wait what'd you do right so another thing facebook is really good for that instagram is not as good for is getting clients getting readers getting you know real life carbon breathing based (laughs) life forms (laughs) life forms to your website is you can link out to your website or to your youtube or to your podcast or to your blog if you have informational things like infographics or blog posts it's really good to promote that instagram not so much instagram if you post a blog on there you you know that's a high barrier to entry there because they can't just click on your pretty graphic and read about your blog they have to go to your bio then they have to click on that link in your bio and if you have something like linktree or in my bio which is an app that you can put in your instagram bio to lead people to multiple landing pages that's another step they have to take. And then when they get there, they might have to take another step to read your blog. So That face- sounds complicated, Darla. It, it is, and it's a little bit of a pain in the ass. But with Facebook, you can put a link in there, and it can go directly to your blog. Now, the bad thing about that is on Facebook is that Facebook doesn't want you linking outside of their platform. So that sucks. But if you do it in a group, they're going to see your group members are going to see it more so than if you do it on a business page or just willy-nilly. So it's because it's a little bit more of a focused audience. So that's our suggestion there for Facebook. And now let's talk about clients on Facebook. The demographic on Facebook is a little bit older. And a lot of interior designers say that is my demographic. You know, the 50s to 60s, they're older. They have the expendable income. They're the empty nesters. And there's a lot of truth to that. You and I have gotten some clients from Facebook. In fact, we did a a marketing campaign on Facebook for one of our projects that we just did. And we we did get some leads from that. But I also did that same advertising campaign on Instagram because, you know, they're owned by the same people. You can choose to share it to both. And the clients that we got were actually the ones who were looking at it on Instagram. 
That being said, let's go into Instagram, strengths and weaknesses for interior designers. Instagram. But wait, <laughs> I didn't bore you with some more boring numbers. Okay, go. Ready? Okay, ready, boring numbers. So obviously, thank you, Darla. Facebook is king with over 2.23 billion monthly active users. All right. That's just a fountain of useless information. That's, Instagram. That's yes. Mm-hmm. Instagram has 500 million platform users and 400 million story users daily. That's quite a bit. Daily. We're talking daily. That is a lot. Okay. And stories are where it's at. That's right. Because Instagram, definitely, it's a highly visual platform. Right. And that works out perfectly for interior designers because guess what interior designers are? Highly visual. They're very visual. Okay. So that is... Awesome. You want clients to see your portfolio. A lot of designers treat Instagram as a mini portfolio. Even when you're on meetings and such, you can say, here, here's my Instagram account. Look at my grid. Aren't I amazing? Aren't I the, aren't I the shiznit? Yes. And your stories, mm-hmm. as of yesterday, when we were with the client, we did a little story. Hey, mm-hmm. here's my job site view. And how many engagements did you get? Oh, my gosh, I wish I was on that job site. How much engagement did you get? I got from like that? 20 DMs from that. Absolutely. Okay. So so here's the thing with Instagram, right? So Natalie, do you have the demographics for Instagram as far as age broken down? So Instagram demographics are a wee bit different. Therefore, the younger population. That's changing. They're not. Well, you know, two, this, this, says, this is based out of two out of every three adults in the general population. This is where these percentages come in. That 13 to 17 year old age group is 72%. So 72% of 13 to 17-year-olds are on Instagram. Absolutely. Okay. Don't you know that's the latest and greatest? That's a lot of 17-year-olds, but let's get up, let's get up to the interior design demographics. Let's say our, our demographics are anywhere from, let's say, 30s to 60s. Oh, well, there's a couple different ones from 30s to 60s. How far da- broke down do you want this, Darla? How Be- far broke down? How far broke down? Break it down. Yeah. So close behind that younger generation is 64% is 18 to 29 18, so 64% of 18 to 29-year-olds are on Instagram. Yep. Okay, so we're getting and a little then, older. Yeah, we're getting a little older, and then we come in at 40% of the pop. Mm-hmm. We've got 30 to 49. Hey, that's our demo. And that's been right on the money. And then let's not forget the older generation, which I think you might fall in this category. Now, oh, Darla. shut the hell up. Okay, 50 to 64, <laughs> that's 21% of the adults. Okay, so 21% of 51 to 64-year-olds are on Instagram. And how much was it again for the 39 to whatever it was, 49? <laughs> that would be 40%. Four, okay, so that's pretty good, right? Yeah, and that bad. is our sweet spot for Darla Powell Interiors, our design firm side where we get. And what we're finding out is that those people who are on Instagram and those and that demographic have the expendable income are a little bit more hip, a little bit more cool. They're urban, they're professionals, they have, you know, maybe no kids, or they may just be if they're towards the upper end of that, maybe kids in college, and they're ready to redo their damn homes. And not only that, Instagram and that demographic is they're seeing stuff like the PureWow article that they did on DPI. Just recently, we were featured in Aspire Design and Home. So those hip kind of online design publications are speaking to that professional who are in that age group who are actually going to shell out money to hire you to put you in your house. Another thing to put you in their house. Yeah, to put you in their house. Another thing. (laughs) You're going to give you a room too and a key? Yeah, like our latest client. I told her I was living there. He's got the condo on the water. Oh my God. Anyway, I digress. Another thing that Instagram is really good for, aside from Facebook, that I prefer over Facebook is influencer status, marketing, getting yourself out in front of people like PureWow, you know, Designers Today, Architectural Digest Pro, um, Business of Home, all of whom I've been featured in, who that's how they heard of me one way or another through the podcast, through Instagram. Facebook has been a small part of that. 
but a very small part of that. And I don't know if you guys are regular listeners to the show, you'll notice that a lot of our guests lately are by like, you know, Facebook is nice. We maintain an account there and, you know, we still have a presence there, but I'm all in. All the chips are going in on Instagram. That's really where it's at now. And a lot of designers listening out there are saying, yes, I do get clients from Instagram. And if you do speak up right in, we'll tell your story about how you get clients from Instagram. But it's true. And to Natalie's point about the the potential client that called Wingnut yesterday, and when we told her we get clients from Instagram, she was shell-shocked. She was like, what? Really? Made how? me say a bad word. She may have said a bad word. Made you say a bad word for sure. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> but Instagram also is known to reward its users. Like the IGTV, the swipe up feature, but we all know this. This is something everybody knows. So this is the basic part of it. But don't forget, you can use those features to your advantage. Like if you have a blog that you want out there, you know, look at this kitchen to see more about it. Why don't you read this blog? Swipe up. And to your point, that's true. Facebook also has those features with Facebook Live and you can put videos in your group. But again, we're just talking about if you only have time to do one of these and do it well, which one works out better for you? Are you do you have the time? Do you want to do a group? Do you want to nurture that community? Do you do a lot of blogging? Do you do a lot of informational posts? Then maybe Facebook is your thing. Maybe if you just have a lot of pretty pictures, if you want to be an influencer, if you want to grow your brand, grow your empire, you know, on a national level, you know, Instagram's your thing. So the type of clients we've gotten from Instagram compared to Facebook are Instagram has been, like I said, the professionals who, you know, they run media studios or they are doctors, they're lawyers. And Facebook tends to be more of the homemakers, you know, the the blue collar client, which there's absolutely nothing wrong with that. But just so you're aware that that's at least for in our experience how that demographic falls. So basically what you're telling me, if I listened, that there's really no bad platform. It depends. It depends on what it is that you want to get out of it. And if you are really, really, really sack for time, figure out which one's going to be the best for you and for your business to focus, you know, to go all in on. It could be Facebook. I know Nancy Gansikoffer, now she's not a designer, she's a business coach. She really puts a whole hell of a lot of effort into her Facebook. And we put effort into her Instagram on her behalf, and she does too. But it's Facebook is where she's doing the videos, and she's really just killing it. So maybe that's what you want to do. Maybe you want to be, you know, the go-to expert, you know, on your little call-in show for interior design on Facebook. If that's so, then that's where to go. Now, Instagram does have IGTV and all that, but it it really hasn't gained the traction that Instagram wanted it to, you know, for that kind of thing. So if that's, that's your deal, I would definitely say, okay, Facebook. And if you do have time, do both. <laughs> yes, of course. And if you just don't know what to do, and this is way beyond my pay grade, mm-hmm. why don't you call the girls at Wingnut Social? They'll be able to help you out. So Instagram is my number one platform. I mean, if I had to choose between both, that would be the one that I would pick for my interior design business because of the quality of clients and the reach and the notice that it has gotten me, Darla Powell, in the design firm for sure. I, definitely, I would drop Facebook in a heartbeat if you told me I had to pick one. However, comma. You cannot. There are benefits for both. So take those all into consideration. Also check out wingnutsocial.com slash blog to read all the deets about all the platforms, including Twitter and LinkedIn. LinkedIn, which is a burgeoning secret sauce platform, you guys might want to give that some consideration there. And we'll go over that in future minisodes. So I think that's it for this episode now. So long. See ya. 
You've reached the end of this episode of Wingnut Social, but that's only your first step. Be sure to head to wingnutsocial.com to reach out to us directly and schedule your free consultation with one of our Wingnut Social Media Specialists to take your business from social mediocre to social media master. We'll see you on the next episode of Wingnut Social, your social media tightly fastened. Hold on.